<laughs> well, welcome back, guys, to a new season of the Bunch Podcast. It is 2021, March to be exact. And uh, we are looking back at what it's been like since the pandemic started. Um, this month marks a year since we've been in the pandemic. Um, I believe the CDC declared it an actual pandemic um, sometime around um, March 10th. So we're just a few days away from that. And uh, here in Michigan, things started um, locking down probably a couple of weeks from, from that date. So, um, so today we're just gonna be looking back at some of the things that have changed. Um, on the menu, we've got um, just a look at what everybody's been doing, how this time has been spent, and a little bit about what we hope happens next. So I'm Bon. <laughs> I'm Says. It's real. Oh my gosh. I feel like it's been so long since we have been <laughs> on this air and well obviously this this is Kara but I'm just glad to be I'm like, what's back your on man, the girl? What's your man? <laughs> <laughs> I know like we're we're talking about the the pandemic anniversary but you know another big thing is we back in business you know Q uh Mace welcome back welcome back welcome, welcome. back I remember that song yes. no, <laughs> But yeah, this is Kara, and I'm ready to talk about this panoramic. Paniversary. Pepsi. This Pepsi. <laughs> so thinking back to this time last year, um, does anybody remember like what that felt like when we first started? Like when we first started, so we first started hearing <laughs> like, you know, there were some stories coming out of China about a really serious illness no one really knew what it was and then it kind of like fast forwarded to people on cruise ships and like there were you know seniors on these cruises and they were coming back or being brought back and they were getting sick on the cruise they had to quarantine for weeks and then they got transferred to these uh military bases and had to quarantine there so like all those mm -hmm. things were kind of happening um then we heard the things on the like west that. coast yeah. in the nursing homes um mm -hmm. so it was sort of like this slow like rollout roll <laughs> yeah definitely i mean so by the time it made it here like in the first couple of weeks in michigan we had already confirmed a couple of cases um what were you how did you feel just before things shut down and then how did you feel once we had gotten to that point i think it was interesting i know that i felt <laughs> the zoom delay now nah, go ahead go ahead real 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 okay. <laughs> yeah this is this is the effect of of covid because of exactly we can't be together <laughs> too many zoom yeah, we're, we're like trying to make eye contact on on zoom to see like it's all right who wants to go first man so excuse us uh, for the rest of the episode <laughs> bear with us <laughs> but because um, it's gonna keep happening <laughs> for sure for sure um but I just remember like it was of course it was March and you heard the news you know a couple of weeks before 
and it was happening in another area by us being in Michigan is like dang that's kind of messed up um and then the the poor leadership of the country <laughs> um, made it seem like it wasn't it wasn't a big deal um it was referred to as a hoax so in my mind I'm like well I don't think it's going to get that bad um you know just trying to reassure like my staff that you know things will be fine but once you know um and then you were hearing rumors I remember hearing um a rumor about there being martial law happening in Chicago so of course what happens in Chicago or Ohio is likely to happen to us so you know, they're like, well, it's not going to be martial law. So there were just all of these things. And then it eventually happened where it's like, no, there's a stay at home order or a shelter in place order um, that we have to follow. And so again, we only thought that we were going to be in the house for maybe two weeks. Then after that, it's like, all right, things will be back to normal. So I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> About to be off of work. Um, but then as time went on, it's like, okay, what's really going on? Like, what's, what's about to happen next? Because it's getting a little scary. And of course you see people getting sick. Um, you know, most of my people resorted to alcohol, like, all right, we're off, you know, we can't sleep, you know, your sleep schedule gets off. Um, you're trying to work from home. So there were just a lot of things that were happening um, in a basically in, in an unorthodox way. So I just remember there being kind of a haze after, you know, 60 days being in the house. I think that's why I thought it was like, I mean, I knew it was, it was real, but like, you know, I'd hate to say it, but like almost a joke because it just didn't seem real. Like I had just started a new position and I was literally supposed to start. And then they're like, you got to go home. So I'm like, I got to start a new job and be at home. And then I was like, well, this only lasts, like you said, like two weeks. So I was like, all right, it'll be all right. And then, you know, it was a month and then it was three months. And then I was like, it's never going to end. And we're still here. And I don't know, my little world was was uh, rocked. Stressful. Yeah. yeah, I don't know when it clicked that this is more serious than I had anticipated. Um, like I've said before, I work in media. So usually uh, we're that base before information is disseminated to the public. So we hear all this information because uh, what was going on in China a lot of that stuff was happening toward the end of 2019 um but it doesn't really hit hit you until it directly impacts your own life so you hear all this stuff yep. and you're like that's messed up that's messed up right. but it's like well it's not affecting me so it doesn't really shift my perspective about the situation mm -hmm. and I remember in March it just seems like there was just a sequence of things that happened back to back to back you like stuff is just building up and um I remember uh, like my sister has said when people 
you know, we started to become familiar with people getting sick. She was like, I don't know if y'all ever heard, but Black folks was like, yeah, I was sick like this back in uh, uh, December. People was like, I had COVID back in December. December Because to some people, it just feels oh, like yeah. a very strong flu or yeah. fever, whatever the case is. So everybody's trying to make sense of it. But I just remember um, in March, like I said, everything was happening so fast because last year just in general was heavy personally for me it was like my grandfather had passed away on March 4th or he didn't pass away he passed away earlier in March I think it was like around the 5th or 6th or something like that but his funeral was the 14th and at that point Michigan was still for the most part open um I think people were taking precautions because I think some people were wearing like gloves to the funeral but we weren't on this big heavy you know social distancing and stuff like that that wasn't you know, all these new coined phrases. But then later on that week, within a few days, so the funeral was, I, I believe, Friday. And then by the 16th, that like Tuesday or Wednesday, at that point, Governor Whitmer shut everything down. And I never even, I had been off of work for all of those days. So I never even got to go back to work and grab stuff. <laughs> like all of my desk is however I left it that last day that I went. And I've been back working from home ever since then. And I don't even know if at that point it clicked to me that this is really serious, that this is, this isn't just, um, you know, something that doesn't touch us because it's across seas, but this is going to impact my life and my daily, how I move daily and my um, interactions and relationships and things like that. I feel like it's still, to some extent, it's clicked more but the the full grasp of what's been going on I'm still I'm still trying to understand it myself quite honestly even a year later so right because I mean we were supposed to travel last year I mean just you know this happened in March and it was it was happening you know through the winter and so of course like you know, we look forward to the summer, you know, by March, you know, it starts to get a little warm. And so we're, we're not thinking that this was going to impact us. There's no just changing your profile picture on Facebook or Instagram to somebody's flag and, and pray for this country. It's like, no, this is worldwide and people are dying in, in large groups and just seeing the news and seeing, you know, like, the 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 numbers um i work in a school so there would be a there would be someone who a student who would come in once we were allowed to reopen in july we opened up uh, for the first time since march at the very end of july and after a week he just started yelling out the numbers of how many people died that day in michigan and you know, it was really just changing um, the psychological uh, aspect of people because this they were obsessing. Everyone was obsessing over the, the rates. Um, they were impacted, like I had gotten sick. Um, and so to still have that fear um, a year later is... Um, it, it impacts you mentally. It, it affects you mentally. 
I should say. Um, I feel like everybody got PTSD mm-hmm. in America after this past year, like Probably. to some extent. Yeah. 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 And I'll say like, just from working in news and having to cover it every day, like you're writing mm-hmm. about it, you're reading it. Like I've read so living many stories, it. <laughs> living it. I've read so many stories about how people died. I feel like that in itself was enough to make me scale everything back. Cause it was just like, mm-hmm. you, you know, you read about how it's happening to other people and then you have to evaluate, you know, your own life. And it's like, well, who's to say that that couldn't happen to me? I mean, you know, right. just doing very simple, simple things or interactions that you think are, you know, not a big deal but just seeing like the cost of it for other people mm-hmm. kind of you know it scared me enough to where it was like like I yeah. just have to play I've been a lock lock she's been yeah. a lock lock out of, yeah. out of everybody I feel like Bob has been like uh-uh. mm-hmm. I'm not I'm you know really really sticking to the to the um uh pandemic yeah Yeah. quarantines and stuff like that but like you guys had mentioned you you know you see in people that has anybody um had anybody that was close to them or knew somebody who passed away from the pandemic or I feel I feel really fortunate to say that like um I haven't lost anyone close to me um I have a few family members that had COVID uh but they were able to recover from it um but I've seen a lot of death, like people that I know have lost people. Um, so that still kind of hits in a way because it's like, um, you know, again, like you just, you see so much of it and then you kind of look into those people's lives and you're like, this person was close to my age. This person, you know, was seemingly healthy. Um, or this, you know, like it just, it feels like this could be somebody that you knew as well. Yeah, I think it, I mean, it definitely put things in perspective with how you move and like how it could affect other people. And it's like, you know, initially, like they were just like, oh, it's just for like old people with, um, with the background of, you know, other ailments. But then it's like, no, we got some more cases of people like in the younger brackets. And then it's like, oh, shit, like it really is like, this really could be a possibility be for me. Yeah, I feel like we were all learning how this was affecting us while it was happening it was happening in real yeah. time yeah like nobody like even we still don't the, really the know highest medical day. yeah we're still figuring it out but even at the beginning I'm, yeah. uh, personally I know people who passed away um my uh people from my my church um passed away from the uh from the virus and I feel like during the beginning like uh says was saying that first they would say that it's only if you have pre-existing conditions um then you need to watch out but then you would see stories about people who are like 25 years old being sick and dying and from it and that that really hit you know within our age our age range and um personally like rel said she had gotten sick i had gotten sick that same week after my grandfather's uh uh funeral i had gotten really really sick but at that point it still didn't occur to me that it could have been COVID because I usually get a fever at least once or twice a year but I knew it was something deeper because I had this fever my um temperature was over 100 degrees for over a week and and when I went to go see the doctor a week later they were like are you still at 100 degrees and I wasn't eating anything I lost 13 pounds in a week and a half and I was just like oh wow 
And it was like moments where um, locally there, there weren't enough um, tests at all for people um, who were my age. Like I had my bosses telling me like, you need to go get checked out. And I'm like, well, you know, I tried to go to um, Beaumont and Royal Oak and I pulled up, like I actually had to really get myself up because you don't have any type of energy. You have no energy. And that's probably like the scariest thing. Like you don't feel like doing anything. You don't feel like eating. Um, I went there and they told me that I couldn't get a test because I don't have any pre-existing conditions and I'm under the age of, I think it was like 50 or 65 or something like that. And they said, if you feel too bad, you can go in through emergency. And I'm like, I don't really want to go through emergency because another thing was you see these, you start to see stories about people going into the hospital and then it seems like they don't come back out because you get hooked on the ventilator and you become way dependent on the ventilator. So that was another scary thing. And um, my mom had gotten sick. Also, we had to take uh, my mom to the hospital. We couldn't even be in there with her at the hospital. So that was scary. Also, my aunt in, um, in Atlanta, she had gotten sick. I think hers was probably the worst out of all of us because she was actually on a ventilator and it was touch and go um, for weeks, weeks. And everybody was praying online and stuff like that. But, you know, thank God nobody passed away in my immediate, immediate family from it. But looking at, like, looking back, I feel like we could have been way more prepared than what we were as a nation for what was going on. Because not having enough tests and not knowing, you know, who could be tested and things like that. I feel like with better leadership, we could have saved a lot more lives especially we talked about it a lot earlier too because like it was around you know like we said like Like like, at the end of the end of the year and it's like we didn't really take real action until march right so barely barely yeah yeah, barely even then (laughs) yeah it was it was bare it was just like stay inside or you know it was i i remember being out because we had we had a meeting at work on march 16th um, of course, it was an emergency meeting, and then um, restaurants started like closing. Or, you know, we—it was just me and a couple of um, staff members who went out to lunch, and we had to call around. And it's—I don't know—one or two o'clock, and just to find a place that was open because we couldn't believe that, you know, this is really happening, and again, it's like that, that paranoia of just like having to cough is like, you know, your, your mouth gets dry, you know, maybe you have something caught in there or, you know, maybe you smoke weed. I don't know, but (laughs) any type of cough you had and, and did around people, like you got the death stare, like people were like, you know, at this point you're deadly. And it's like, no, that, that's not even the case. So yeah. um, it's, it's been pretty hard. And it, like, I, I've definitely seen some people pass. Like I had some old classmates who passed. And again, they're 30 years old, you know, 28, 29. Um, people who have been in the military who appear to be relatively healthy. It's like, there was no telling you know, who was, who was going to be safe from this, who was going to be able to um, endure COVID and, and be back to normal. 
and being sick from it, like you still, there are people, including myself, who still haven't felt the same. Right. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. That's, that's really scary too. It's like people like they get past it, but like, you know, a few months down the line, like there's something else that's going on because of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, and that's, you know, what's concerning too, with like, you know, we have all these vaccines, but it's like, we still don't really know what's going on with this disease. And we don't really know like what the, the vaccines will, will do down the line either. Did you all, well, we'll have two questions, but did you all do anything differently? Um, like as COVID was coming around and we were quarantined as far as like build your immune system? I know I started oh, right. like stacking up on um, elderberry and sea moss. I was, yeah. that's what I was about to say. I started, yeah. Taking, yeah. <laughs> I started taking elderberry, zinc, vitamin yep. C. <laughs> yeah. Made sure I had a multivitamin, like yes. with that supplement and yeah well i did the elderberry i started taking right before i got sick a little bit because of i was going to say my brother's ex-girlfriend because you know i just be here you go <laughs> i want to like over explain her role in my life my friend brianna she had said um to use elderberry and and then i got sick and i was just like well i guess i wasn't taking enough soon enough one thing that i kind of looked up on so like that February before COVID hit, um, I had been prescribed vitamin D like 50,000 units <laughs> mm. because I was, I mean, we all like, especially in Michigan too. Yeah. yeah. So I was like that vitamin D deficient. So I had started taking vitamin D and like, I feel kind of lucky about that because they've had studies that have shown like a link between vitamin D deficiency and, uh, and COVID. So basically okay. like a lot of people who have COVID also happen to be vitamin D deficient. So they wow. were saying like, it might actually help to, um, to start taking supplements. So I felt kind of, yeah, I, I got, I feel like I got lucky. I haven't been back to the doctor to see like where my levels are, but I think that'll mm -hmm. be interesting to see like, you know, if it's actually helping. Yeah, because everybody I was buying up vitamin C I mean, going to the stores. Everything was gone. <laughs> talk about that. It was like the walking dead. Yeah. We were yeah. like, what? what that made it real too. Yeah. It's a word it like, for it. What is it? Panic, panic. Uh, um, I don't know. Panic uh, purchase. It's, it's like a word for it where people go out mm -hmm. panic buy stuff. Yeah. That was, that's why it was toilet paper gone and paper mm -hmm. towel. I'm meat? Like, I'm like, you can only buy one meat of each kind? Oh, I forgot the <laughs> rations. Yeah. Yes. They were like, yeah. That was just surreal. Like, I don't think I would have ever thought something like that. I would see something like this. It was like the movie out. Nobody was prepared. Nobody knew. Everybody was just grasping for some type of understanding. So it was like, it don't make sense, but I'm going to grab these three baskets of paper towel and toilet tissue and try to make sense of it. And it was just, yeah, the, the preparedness was not there for a lot, a lot of, a lot of people. Yeah. So, but we, you, um, uh, says you said something about like vaccines. So, uh, yeah. Who is thinking about taking it and who isn't and why? Nope. Well, <laughs> well I'm definitely going to get my vaccine. <laughs> um, so for me, I feel like, um, 
for me, so I was not able to work from home uh, very much. So at my last job, I probably worked from home maybe six days a month. Um, and I was in a situation where they really did not have enough protocols in place. Um, so they had, you know, they had kind of thinned out the office, had everybody who could work from home, work from home, be remote. Uh, but for those of us who had to physically come in, um, there was no mask requirement. And I mean, as late as October of last year, no yeah. mask required. Um, I'm about to report them. That don't make no sense. <laughs> um, I feel like their their primary response was, "Oh, let's just keep you guys at least six feet apart." Which obviously you can't really monitor people during the workday, especially for me. I was working overnight, so there was no management on site, so you can't really ensure that people are even following that. And people weren't. So um, I just felt really uncomfortable going to work every day. I felt unsafe. I felt like I'm just waiting to get exposed because um, you know, you're working around people who are coughing and sneezing, they're not covering it. Um, it, it like the whole thing was just wrong. Um, Do you think that they didn't realize the severity of it? Because that's the only thing that could come to my mind for you to say by October, you still not requiring people to wear masks. Like there was definitely different levels of understanding for everybody. Cause some people were really, you know, this is so serious, you know, life-threatening, which it is. And then some people didn't really see the severity of it. Yeah. I um I don't know what it was. I like I can't even ignorant. Yeah, I like I can't even like <laughs> attempt to guess at what the problem was because you know we we report on COVID every single day. So like we, we understand how it's transmitted. We understand that being indoors with other people, you know, and, and like at that point, it's like, I can't even walk into CVS without a mask on, but somehow it makes sense for me to come into work and nobody's wearing a mask. It was just, it was, it was bizarre. And um, I brought it to the attention of a couple people and it was kind of like just, blown off you know oh well that's why we have you guys sitting you know six feet apart or whatever like it's cool it's good and then um I emailed my boss to tell her that I was uncomfortable with it I got no response um so it was just a bad situation but fast forward to now um where I'm working in a place where there are really tight uh measures in place everyone has to wear a mask in the building you still have people who you know who aren't doing what they're supposed to do um, so that makes me very nervous, but I just feel like uh, as someone who can't avoid being around other people, it would make sense for me to get the vaccine just to take the stress away. Um, Cause it's like, you know, like I have to work. I don't, I don't have a choice. So it's like to take the stress away of being around other people all day. Um, that's one reason. And then the other, of course, um, I think that I think the vaccines are going to do what what they're intended to do. So if that means I don't have to catch COVID, that'll be great. If it means that even if I do catch COVID or get exposed to it, I won't be deathly ill, that'll be great. You know, if I happen to catch COVID, if, you know, I won't be hospitalized and um, probably won't lose my life. So 
that's another reason. And then of course, um, just not wanting to spread it to anyone else. Um, so I feel like, you know, it's, that's what it's meant to do. And that's what I need in order to, you know, to be able to go to work and hopefully get back to, you know, other things that I've kind of missed out on for this past year. Like maybe it'll make me a little, sorry, maybe it'll make me just a little bit more comfortable to do certain things because I know that I'll have this layer of protection. I don't have to worry so much. So you're going to take the vaccine. Do you have a preference of which vaccine you uh, receive? Um, I don't. And uh, so I've done a lot of reading because of course, you know, people are a little bit worried about the Johnson and Johnson vaccine um, because it appears to be, I think it appears to have like a lower efficacy than the Pfizer Mm -hmm. and Moderna vaccines. But from what I've read, they are comparable in terms of like, um, keeping you from having a severe illness, keeping you from going to the hospital and cutting that risk of death. So it it will work the same way as the Pfizer and Moderna. And then as far as the efficacy rates, um, they were tested at different times and tested in different places. So like maybe different countries. And so that's why the rates are hard to compare. So from what I understand, um, it is just as effective as the others. And if you're looking at efficacy rates, the numbers are gonna be a little bit funny because of um, just differences in testing. So I think whichever one I get, I'll take. Also the Johnson Johnson is just one dose, which I think I'm good with. (laughs) So I don't have to go through it twice. Okay, Dr. Um, Bond. And and um, I think the, the side effects are um, are uh, like it has fewer side effects than the Pfizer and Moderna because I'm sure like everybody's heard like people you know feel a little bit sick after they get their second doses or whatever. So it sounds like there might be fewer side effects with the Johnson and Johnson one. Okay. Thank you, Doctor Bond. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard anyone you. touch on like the you know the reasoning behind the the efficacy rate. So I think that's good to share because I just heard, you know, it was like 67% and that one like actually has um, some of the live virus in it and other ones didn't. I mean, I heard, I mean, I'm not a doctor for the record. I'm not either for the record. (laughs) (laughs) Disclaimer. I have no medical degree. They were like, I was listening to the bunch podcast. Right. Dr. Dr. Bond said. (laughs) Right. I mean, I heard that, you know, Moderna, (laughs) I heard Moderna was better in the sense that it had, you know, a longer line of history with what it, you know, solves for. Um, So like, you know, just initially off bat, if I was going to do it, I won't, I'll never say never, but I feel like that's, Mm -hmm. that's where I would go, but I would look more into what you said in regards to Johnson and Johnson. I don't know if it's going to be like, that's one thing though, that I wonder, I don't know how it is with everyone's workplace, but like, is that like, if you don't want to take it, how do you feel if that is potentially like required? Cause I feel like that could be a possibility in certain areas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, well, right now my job is not requiring it. And um, fortunately, like 
I'm in a position to make that decision. Um, even getting tested, um, we did, uh, we needed all of our staff and we have a small staff, but we, we needed all of our staff to get tested for COVID and produce a, a, a negative result um, before returning to work. Um, so even that was a challenge for um, one person like they refused to get the um, the test. And so, you know, and, and it's like, I, I can't be mad at that at, at them because I don't want to get the vaccination. Um, and it's, it's just, you know, everybody has their own reasoning. What I did for, for that person, them to provide, you know, like a letter from their doctor um, saying that they were in good health and good enough to return to work after having basically um, a typical physical. So of course the temperature is taken. Um, you know, he had a blood test so that could, you know, also test for the antibodies in a way like, so he's, he's somewhat getting a test done, just not in the way where they put the, uh, the swab up your, your nasal cavity and then see your brain. Um, so I can, I can imagine that uh, there would, you know, be some companies who would get some, some pushback from uh, people who do not want to get the, the vaccine. Um, so I think, you know, people would have to consider like, you know, an alternative method for those who don't want to because you don't want to lose a good employee who doesn't, who still cares about their health, of course, but just doesn't want to put in, put something in their body that still has to go through a series of tests. It's like buying a new iPhone, you know, like when it first comes out, you know, it's going to have some kinks. You got to go do three, four updates before it act right sometimes. So, that, but that's a phone. Like, I don't want to take those types of risks with um, with my body. And of course, being black, we, you know, people want to bring up the Tuskegee um, experiment. So that's still very, um, you know, very much in people's minds and, and why they wouldn't um, want the vaccine. They don't trust the government, neither do I. But, <laughs> um, but I think I would be open to it someday. But right now, my answer is a firm no. Firm no. Firm no. It's a hard no. I would say I I do plan on getting the vaccine at some point this year. Um, and I guess my reasoning, of course, like what Rail was saying, a big part of the hesitation um, initially is uh, Black folks' relationship with uh, the government and being um used as kind of guinea pigs in a lot of these situations um that does give you a little bit of a pause um but i've seen people like people that i know in real life that have gotten the vaccine and i guess my big thing is um after it's rolled out a little bit more throughout this year um i would probably feel a little bit more comfortable because i still don't know if it's possible for me to catch it again and i think that's still something that mm -hmm. needs to be studied even more because at first i was just like oh you know you catch it you good but 
you don't know. I didn't get sick again at all last year, but you know, nobody trying to go through that again. I had never had pneumonia in my life before until I had COVID and I still got my inhaler. So I'm like, I don't want to have to go through that. And I don't want to um, potentially put anybody that I love in, you know, compromising situations. So actually I know Biden had announced like last year that he's looking, he believes that by May, I think it is that every adult in the U.S. will have vaccine available to them. Um, I want to say maybe I'll get it by the summertime because the large part of me also want to go turn up again. And <laughs> that's something that I miss. So <laughs> it's up in there, but I do think that I would be getting it at some point this year, um, whether it's, you know, by May or later on in the fall. I do see myself trying it out so and and getting out and turning up that would definitely be my uh, motivation to go ahead (laughs) don't get me wrong um and like we don't we don't know like okay once you get it can you get it again but i i've seen people get it more than once so i do know people who have gotten it more than once so that's a thing but um I've, I have traveled twice. Um, so being on a plane and I kept my mask on during at the airport, of course, the airplane, because every, every airline does not social distance. Um, I've been on packed planes. Um, and I've been like in warm weather around and, and outside on a lot of, or you know, uh, and I've and I've been okay. So, you know, it's not to say that, like I'm I'm still pretty cautious, but you do have that urge to you want to turn up. You want you want things to be normal. You want you want to go back to how life was. Um, you know, pretty much back in 2019. <laughs> you know, um, and and being reckless without having a mask on. So. Um, but at the same time, there's still that risk. And of course, people are getting sick after getting the vaccine. So there, you know, you just don't know how it's going to affect your own body. So mm-hmm. like, like I said, I'm not completely close to it, but I, I don't even get the flu shot. So yeah, I've never gotten the flu shot either. I just thug it out Thank when it comes to the flu. <laughs> <laughs> you know times are times are changing and stuff like yeah. that well, but well so I was gonna add one more thing before we move on because <laughs> you mentioned the Tuskegee experiment and it made me remember this um so like there was a press conference with uh Mayor Duggan Mayor Mike Duggan and um a couple of pastors who are uh facilitating that senior Sunday's program mm-hmm. where the seniors the Detroit go- in Detroit for people who yeah yeah so we're seniors who live in Detroit can go to a church in their neighborhood and get vaccinated and um and I remember that he had brought it up because um you know because a lot of people you know do recall that historical moment um but one thing that he pointed out um which I think is important is that you know with Tuskegee it was really a matter of refusing treatment to those you know participants who obviously didn't know that they were part of an experiment but um you know the whole thing was just that they were not given treatment they weren't given 
you know, a cure, which I use that term loosely, but like in this situation, it's very different because we're being offered something that could um, keep us from getting sick versus the government saying, you know, you catch COVID and you get nothing. So I think it's important to just note that they're that they're very different. Like I understand the whole, you know, mistrust around the medical community and whatnot. It's it's warranted, you know. It makes sense. Like I understand it, but um, but I do think it's important to to also understand that they're two very different circumstances. So. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we whined about it because I feel like we've been oh, whining about it. stuff. Uh, yeah, I feel like all this has been slight whined about it, but has there been anything in particular um, that has stood out during this whole year that you really want to whine about in regard to I wanna this? I want to get outside. I want to live it up. <laughs> I be around my friends for sure. Like, no mask. We've, like, some no of us have gathered. Yeah, like, you know, but even even our group of friends, like we haven't all um <laughs> sorry my dog is having a bad dream and she jumped up and bit me on my face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um we really gotta start showing these zoom these zoom videos. Like we gotta start posting this. <laughs> Can we be laughing at stuff that's happening in the background? <laughs> and nobody know what's going on. But I'm sorry. I can scream. Um <laughs> But yeah, we like we all haven't been able to like really hang out and you know just you know have a girls' night or whatever and and be comfortable with that. So so for sure, want to be able to be out, be at the belt. <laughs> what? Bell. Like, what is that? Like exactly. belt? you got to explain what the belt is. Okay, the, the non Detroiters. So, oh, I was twice. just saying like it's been so long, like. Yeah, I don't know what it is. That too, that too. <laughs> we don't remember, but for the people who never knew. <laughs> yeah, for the people who don't know, like, so the belt is this alley. Town is that sounds real shady. It's this alley. <laughs> it's this alley, and it is it is shady because you never know who you're going to see. But <laughs> listen, so there's an outside bar there. Um... And it's it's an alley that just stretches across. There's a DJ, um, and then there are some the, some shops outside of the alley too. So it has like this Art Deco kind of feel. There's another bar, you know, on the other end of the uh, of the belt, and it's just a spot where everybody comes to kick it. Whether you pre-gaming, you're gonna pre-game there, and then go, you know, to a club or maybe. You know, you're just trying to figure out what you're gonna do for tonight, but at least you go to the belt to figure it out. Mm -hmm. More than likely, you go to Queens after. So yes. um them onion rings. I miss Queen onion rings with that deal the sauce. Dill, I'm the sorry. Dill sauce. <laughs> Man, the deal you're ring. Making that face with the it was good. No, you girl. Oh when you know when the world opened back up. They were really good. You could eat it with the mozzarella sticks too. Yes. Bang. <laughs> they sliders. I'm sorry. Really I'm eating cheese okay, the whole menu. I miss the whole vibe <laughs> of Queen's Bar. Yeah. Yes. It was always a good good music. And it was, it was crowded. Really and they played, yeah, they, they played our music. They had great beer selections. It was all types of different, mm. different beers. 
and you know everything was reasonably priced you know it would just be a good time and so you know of course just missing the good times you never know who you were gonna see out there but you mm-hmm. always saw somebody you knew like mm-hmm. at any given time at the belt you're gonna see people you don't situation. even want to see <laughs> like, <laughs> I miss running into situations. Y'all know what I'm talking about, ladies. <laughs> and some of the situations did arise after the belt. Like, I remember we don't leave. Well, you did it. Yeah. You could have been really having sneaky links at the belt. Like, listen. You know, I messed that, that was, all up. This paranoia. Like, y'all but that's I'm, a fact. I'm, that's a fact. I'm also upset that we only got one, one and a half stimmies um, <laughs> after a whole year. Like, me yeah, and other America countries were getting them like level. regularly. That's what I'm like, Let's Finland. Say, yeah. They were out there getting like 1800 checks a month. $1,800 checks a month. $1,800? $1,800 checks. Wow. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. Got one on the horizon, I hear. Yeah, but that's crazy that over the span of a year we only get somebody do the math. Yeah, what is that two thousand? <laughs> that's not my you know, however, it's exactly. Oh wait, yeah, I'll I might do be able grammar. To do I'll I'll do the math. Is that three thousand? It's almost three thousand. It's almost three thousand. Less than five thousand. Oh. <laughs> what is we, it? Thirty two hundred. Is that thirty two hundred? We got eighteen hundred dollars so far. Because the first and one was another fourteen hundred. And then we got six hundred, and then, and then the other one's supposed if to be we get the fourteen, supposed to get the fourteen hundred. That's thirty two hundred dollars. But in See, a look, year, I did that math. Look at me, I can do words and math. I'm so proud of myself. We got doctors and math technicians okay. on this call. <laughs> but but yeah, if you split that, like I, I'm looking like Medea right now. Uh, that's $266 a month a month if we want to go into it the it like somebody can google it but the the average rent in Detroit mm. Detroit you be can tell Southfield rent. in there too mm-hmm. Southfield like Rolo, all of them. Rolo, Ferndale, Madison Heights, Sterling Heights, all of it. <laughs> all of, all of, all of it. You remember that? You, know, um, you remember that guy that was running for president, and he was part of the uh, the rent is too damn high party. You remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, the dude, the black dude. He kind of looked like the colonel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where is he? Nobody listening to him. He tried to tell y'all. He tried to tell us to <laughs> about affordable <laughs> housing. <laughs> Listen, and now look at this. It's crazy. It really is, is crazy. It's about to do a month. Like Not that's, a dang that's, thing. That's, that's, that's barely groceries for like a, a family. No, no. Like that is that is just unreal. So, um, I, I feel like the government feels. But America it. the Great, America the Great. That's what I'm saying. It's like y'all want to come here. Hey, if you are thinking about moving to the United States, <laughs> that you do an like infomercial, uh, a PSA. Yes, <laughs> it is not all that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you might want to go to Canada before you come here. I'm listen because Trudeau is not playing any games. I don't know how much financial they've gotten, but you know he locked down those borders and was like, "Ah, ah, y'all not coming <laughs> over here until y'all figure out what y'all are doing over there." 
it's just across the river. Not I can't just stop by. Here. No, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am, Pam. But I would say my thing is, I it's like that meme. Like, I miss just raw dog and air, like, without a mask. I was about to say, what? And... <laughs> Where's this going? <laughs> I miss just, you know, not having to go inside a store with a mask. Them joints be hurting behind your ear. Like Ooh. when you wear them too long, and I'm just like, uh, then you forget it, you gotta run back and get it. There's no point in putting lip gloss on because ain't nobody gonna see your lips. That's what I miss. So. <laughs> First of all, nobody the nose to... contour never lasts. <laughs> never lasts. <laughs> but there's one thing that I do kind of this sounds weird, but at the very beginning of the pandemic, the only thing that was slightly like doables when there was no traffic and gas was like a dollar something for when you did go out and you braved it to go to the grocery store i remember like riding down 75 and i was like there are no cars like nothing that was back back at the beginning beginning yeah i mean i'm not gonna okay so so what were what were some good things that happened to y'all during this last year Good question. The positive. Saving gas. It. I, know it's I know it's in there. I know it's in there. <laughs> I mean, you got to save. You got to save on you know the gas to go to work. Uh, didn't mm-hmm. have to drive in the snow. I hate driving in the snow, partly because it's not my forte. Uh, you know, time to to reflect. Um, yeah. I got more time, I guess, to. I mean, I don't know. Some people like didn't want to go outside, but like I was more active outside and that was good. Um, I guess I got more in tune with my spirituality. Um, my hair grew, but then I cut it. Cause it well, cause you know, the shops was closed for a minute. So you just had to rough it out, but <laughs> Oh, I mean, to some extent, like I want to get dressed up and go out again, but then I was like, I didn't have to like really sweats. That became hot. <laughs> that has become a staple. I have it is. Inv- I was like invested in so much athleisure. Yes, and that's just sweats and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I like what you said about reflecting. I feel like that has been the most positive thing that's come out of this because um we were really forced to slow down like when you think about prior to the pandemic everything was just rushed everything in america is rushed um and you know you're constantly working you're kind of constantly you know putting in 110 percent. then you have to you know spread yourself thin over a lot of different relationships and stuff like that but like we hit the pandemic and it forced us to really stop well for most people if you took the time to really stop and look at the situation and just try to um I don't know I feel like a lot of people were able to find positives out of it there was this one restaurant that came out what is it called the the where they have the domes outside and stuff like that like people oh, were able to like bring movies? businesses out of the, what is it called it's the well, it's all Jefferson Bonnie's has one um, but but we we went to it it's like over there in a random like little oh you talking about east east 
East East. Yeah, yeah. People were able to find positives out of this. Um, people started businesses. That's not necessarily always the case because I don't want to be a proponent for you got to keep going, keep going, keep going. Because like I said, this was this was our reason or our excuse to slow down and really center ourselves and find out, you know, which way we're going. I feel like I've thought a lot about um, where I want to be, you know, in the next few years and what what goals and things that I want to achieve. You don't really always have that opportunity to think uh, think about those things when you're constantly in the middle of going 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 mm-hmm. um so i think that was a benefit of this panoramic oh the earth got to heal a little bit as well yeah oh yeah because you know we wasn't out there you know we wasn't out Pollute. there littering as much pollute. even though there was a time where i was really tired of people throwing their mask and gloves on the ground i'm yeah. just like who raised you <laughs> so those that was definitely some some positives i guess i would say anybody else have some well i guess i guess i'll say um (laughs) changing jobs well that's the positive like woo child (laughs) yeah yeah, because i was (laughs) i was just really unhappy there and i feel like like on top of that then like now you're dealing with the pandemic and all that so and it happened right as I was looking for another job and interviewing. So um, it was, I don't know, I'll look at that as a positive that even though it was stressful and obviously like everything was up in the air, I didn't really know if that was gonna pan out. But, um, you know, fortunately I was able to make that, that transition in jobs even during a pandemic and get out, you know, not when I wanted to, but I got out. So that was that was a good thing. Yeah, I was about ready to create a petition on getting you up out of there because your Bond's work schedule was like the pits. Yeah, it was just it was it was unfair. It was unfair. Yeah. So oh, I thought of a positive. We we were more consistent with this podcast, I believe, when the pandemic started. So you guys yeah. got to remember, we did our first episode 2019, um, early 2019, and we didn't really revisit it again for a very mm-hmm. long time. And then when the pandemic hit, we were like, okay, this is a time to really commit to, you know, doing something that we really want to do do so right. i think that was a positive that came out and we were for the most part really consistent with doing episodes or two episodes a month and rolling that out so shout out to you know the paranorman for making that happen <laughs> yeah and that i feel like people have been so funny like drawing the the positive out of this terrible situation shout out to black twitter and just say, black, black folks on social media listen the that, different variations people going like we joke about everything to cope right um yeah. and and all this taught me was that like just go on twitter i have never been on twitter so much mm-hmm. um during during this entire time like social media itself i mean um well a good thing that did like a lot of good things came out of COVID that like whether it was personally or just like for everybody I mean 
I became a homeowner. So that was exciting um, because I, yeah, like I didn't, I didn't, I appreciate that, but I like, I didn't plan for it, but I knew that I was like, I needed something else outside of my apartment. And my dad was like pushing me and it was just like, all right, well, I guess this is what I'm going to do now. Um, And so it was a surprise, but it was, it just so happened to be a good time uh, for the housing market. But then if you look at all types of creative things happened, like people, people got into their bag when it came to having this time off. So we, we got the verses and like the verses battles. That was a highlight. Definitely. Yeah. Like that turned Instagram around, um, you know, before Tori shot Megan, um, you know, I sort of, you know, didn't mind his quarantine radio, um, situation Mm. he had going on, but then, you know, he definitely messed that up for himself. Yeah. Um, like DJ D nice, he would do something on Instagram. So everybody like, because social media was basically our way to keep in touch with the world outside of mm-hmm. staring at the news all day, every day, unless y'all work there, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but like you wanted to see, you wanted to still be connected to um, people you knew and didn't know um, in some type of way, just to, just to find some type of normalcy um, and still have something to look forward to. Like, well, we can't, we can't go out and party or we can't go to a concert, but you know, that Jill Scott and Erica Badu versus was, you know, that what I needed that day. Like, mm-hmm. and then just to see, you know, everybody else <clears throat> go at it and, you know, whether it was shady or whether it was just um, an exhibit of great music, um, you know, it was just, it was a time where you could dance in your living room Um we had uh, Zoom uh, birthday parties. You know, it's like, well, I don't know about y'all, but I'm about to get, I'm about to get dressed up. I'm about to do my face. <laughs> um, y'all about to get this look, okay? Like, Eat. so there were, there were, there were things that people created or we created um, to to keep ourselves going and to to have a reason to to get out of bed and actually do something with the day. My question is with these challenges, because there have been so many challenges, is it too late for me to do the savage challenge? Because you know I learned that dance and I want to do it and I want to post it, uh, not even a remix, the very first one. You think it'd be uh, too much if I post that now? Is it too late? I think it expired. I think it expired. It did, it did it expire? I think it expired, but you know, just keep practicing. <laughs> I really, I really wanted to, to do that. I really wanted yeah. to do that. Maybe. I wanted to do the busted challenge, but my you knees. You do the up challenge. I girl all in my. She just talked about her you know? <laughs> I mean, you can't go backwards now. Now at this point, you got to create a challenge, okay, so that you can it. be on time. I spent so I spent so much time <laughs> trying to learn that savage challenge, and I finally got it. And I never recorded. I don't know why I didn't do it right now. But yeah. <laughs> We're going to post it on the bunch We're going to post it on, do the, it. On, on, the, on the bunch <laughs> podcast pages um, of Kara hitting the savage for you. Just need to look in 2021. Just need to get that out. 21. <laughs> Thanks. All right. So it's time to leave a tip in this uh, Panini version of the bunch <laughs> podcast. Panini. <laughs> um, 
So I guess my tip is um, just stay safe and take care of yourself. And um, and vitamin D. Vitamin D. Vitamin D. <laughs> and you can take that however you want to take it. <laughs> just get the D Literally. inside your body. <laughs> I was about to go on a side note because I feel like the pandemic allowed people to, you know, dip back in situations. Was, Did it? You know, it was. It was. <laughs> I might have to cut that out. <laughs> no, we gonna leave that right in there. Um, <laughs> sneak, sneaky links and stuff. I feel like that came out of the uh, pandemic. That's neither here nor there. Keep going. <laughs> hey, and some That's people met, met new people. You know, mm-hmm. hey, the yeah. pandemic. Uh, you know, panorama love connections. <laughs> I was about to say something <laughs> super explicit, but this is not horrible decisions i mean shout we got we them. got that exactly shout out to them we got the little explicit i but you know i check that so that apple know when when it posts that it's explicit it's <laughs> um, in the warning to the children man because that was we'll, we'll just save that panoramic pussy for the another episode <laughs> did you just, wait did you just coin a phrase <laughs> I, did, did. I did drop it one more time uh, <laughs> he said what one more again drop that panoramic pussy <laughs> we didn't even get to experience WAP like for real in the summertime so um but again again that's another time uh I think my that was tip- one thing we did we didn't talk about the what we expect going forward but we can do mm-hmm. that after 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 the tip that can be okay. the round off for the end um my tip would be to to like go after whatever ideas that you have like if you're still thinking about opening a business or or like starting a business or just delving more into your hobby um I know I went and got my uh my violin fixed um and it's all like ready so I'm ready to like jump back in it because um, it's something that I miss, and I feel like it's something that I can ha- that can still help me cope. Um, should jam. With- we should jam sometime. I used to play yeah. the violin. Come me on, too. Now. come on, let's go. the bunch, the bunch band, the bunch. Uh, are we a quartet? The bunch orchestra. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 and come on now, like, um, you know, we can have a little quartet. You know, um, but yeah, like I, I just feel like it's 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 a good time to 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 tap into those those old hobbies um between that and reading like because again if like we talked about um mental health in our last episode um of the first season (laughs) i like saying that um and so i think it's really important that we continue to take notes from that because mentally we're still we're still experiencing this and we we still don't know how long it's going to be before um, we become Texas as far as uh, mask off and no hope. <laughs> not mask off. Listen, Big Gretch is not having that. She's not. Okay, okay. <laughs> Big Gretch. I feel that I would piggyback off that and say, you know, follow your your dreams, your passions, uh, take care of yourself. Um like that's been like one of the biggest lessons and that's physically and mentally 
you know, and enjoy the simple things. I think that's, you know, one of the things that I've enjoyed about this panoramic is, you know, sitting back and enjoying the little things. I don't think we've called it by its actual name once since we started this podcast. So. And we not so good. <laughs> okay, let me stop it. <laughs> but one tip that I have is basically just to, you know, love on your people because last year was a lot for a lot of people. And, you know, going through this, you see how people have been treated. Um, there was a lot of xenophobia that came out of having this pandemic, a lot of hate towards um, Asian Americans. Um, we also had like, you know, uh, unrest due to racial tensions and all of that combined on top of, you know, the paranormal. It's like, it just really shows you to just love on your people and treat people right. You know, because tomorrow's not promised. It seems simple, but it's just a it's a big concept, but it just seems simple. Right. So let's end on a little reflection on uh or maybe it's not so much a reflection, but what kind of things are you looking forward to? And um should I just leave it there? What are we looking forward to? Yeah, kind of like what we hope for going forward after this year. So um, I'm looking forward to, um, I don't know, just getting back out there more, like checking back in. <laughs> um, I don't know, like it, it is kind of hard, like not being able to, you know, do things that you were so used to doing before. So I think I'm looking forward to that the most, you know, hanging out in person and um, going out to eat again. Uh, and I've eaten outside, but definitely I'm not sitting, I'm not doing the indoor dining or whatever, but um, I don't know, going to a nail appointment. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, getting that full set. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So just, it'll be nice to, to return to like some of the things that uh that I used to enjoy and I don't know I think it'll happen soon like sooner than what it feels like um but I definitely see an end in sight so I think that's good I think over the next year if I'm not trying to look too too far out um I believe that we'll be able to better deal with the pandemic. Um, I don't think by any means that is going to go away after this, you know, okay, let's just say the end of 2021. I think we'll still have remnants of um, of it going on being in to some extent, you know, wearing our masks still and having a social distance, which I feel like everybody should have already been social distancing because people don't respect face in public anyway. I feel like that should have always been a thing. But um, I think we'll have a better grasp of um, how to deal with it and how to um, um, kind of maneuver throughout this. So that's what I'm looking forward to, gaining more knowledge and dealing with this in the right the right way. So that, and then also, you know, going to the club or, you know, <laughs> turning up, turning up a little bit because yes. we haven't really done that. And I feel like I need just like a really 
really ratchet night with my home yes, like I'm talking from beginning end I'm talking about going to pregame then going to a day party and then Ooh. well we a little old so I don't know if we're gonna make it to the night party because last no, time we went gonna, to a day party like, we was not brunch. <laughs> was old brunch yes brunch and then go to the day party yeah and I don't know, know if we're gonna yet. make it to the night party because nope, we'd be knocked out by about four <laughs> that's when we go take a nap because we gotta switch okay. fits so we gonna end our day party action at about six probably five probably five. shoot 4 30 <laughs> it depends on what time we start break but either way a nap will be had in between and then we're gonna wake up at 8 30 <laughs> everybody then, gotta set the alarm and then, you know yeah set the that sounds alarm. like homecoming <laughs> yes. Yes. Homecoming, i miss when that comes back into play i feel like the first homecoming after this you know Listen, this whole thing is going to be so lit if they lit. if people stop going or didn't go in the last three to five years they're going they come into this one they come into this whenever one. the first one is they're going to be there go come on go green exactly y'all you know whatever whatever listeners we got that's not from michigan y'all just come on to uh msu overcoming and we're just gonna turn up everybody's welcome so yeah that's what i'm looking forward to um i'm looking forward to i'm looking forward to all of that everything that y'all mentioned i'm looking forward to traveling um because like I said, I've been out of town, but I haven't, I've been with family. So um, I'm, I would like to be able to travel to different countries, you know, especially the ones that banned us. <clears throat> Hopefully y'all can let us back that was in. That was shade to America. <laughs> it, it was definitely shade to America because it's like, give us free, like, please um, let me in. I don't like those people um that are running it or the the people that were you know beforehand so I'm looking forward to that and just again like not having to wear the masks um a good thing that has come out of this though also is that people have or companies and businesses have stepped up their sanitation game um they were doing things that they should have been doing before so like washing just, your hands, making that mandatory. Like, come on, like, especially like, for second nature. You learned that in kindergarten. Yeah. So, but as far as like um, spraying things down, like especially like public transportation and just all of that. So I'm I'm hoping that at the end of this, the you know those practices will remain the same, but we're all able to live, you know, a healthier. Um, like environmentally um healthier uh life and uh we can get back to 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 being who we are uh y'all took everything that i'm looking forward to so i would just like to uh say trying to get back out here and out there everywhere and i want to be cute and i want people to know it because right now you don't know what's under this mask (laughs) <laughs> but some guys think they do i know how you know i can tell you cute under your mask sir can you 
Right. Well, I ain't got no teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Just gums. All gums. Hey, he's still my lucky. It's like, what? Yeah, that's that, that might be soulmate right there. Yeah. All right. So that brings us to the end of this episode, our anniversary episode of the bunch podcast thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time bye Bye.